0: Back on the Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu filling in for Tom. The Pentagon is looking for ideas from industry about how it might exploit the latest advances in commercial 5G technology for military communications. Through an other transaction agreement, DOD wants vendors to submit technical concepts to help the military rapidly innovate with 5G technologies. The department kicked the initiative off with an industry day in Arlington, Virginia this week. Rob Levinson is an analyst with Bloomberg Government. He talked with me about DOD's new 5G push.
1: As you probably know, the military has huge... Uh, data and communication needs and they only grow every day because they want to move around you know huge files of imagery and other intelligence information and 5g promises to you know greatly expand that, that capability. And so I think they're very interested in how the military might be able to use this this technology. DoD,
0: of course, and, and the Army in particular, who's holding this event, has, has access to very exotic waveforms and, and basically whatever kind of communications gear they might want to get their hands on. Is, is it surprising at all that they are as interested as they seem to be in what's really a, a commercial technology?
1: Uh, no, you know, I, I don't think it's surprising. I mean, DOD, you know, in, in recent years particularly, has recognized that, you know, there's a lot of innovation going on in the commercial sector, particularly in the in the whole realm of, of data and computers and communications. And it, it, you know, it doesn't surprise me at all that they want to exploit this technology. And also the military uses a lot of commercial networks, commercial satellites and things like that. Again, it's it's data and communications needs are so voracious they really can't just rely on their own networks to move all the things that they want to move around.
0: The call that they have out to industry in a, in connection with this, this event talks about both wanting to spur innovation in the 5G space and also work around some potential implications around congestion in the electromagnetic spectrum as they kind of try and figure out ways to share that spectrum with 5G operators, is the way I read it. And those are kind of two separate questions, aren't they? The spectrum question versus the technological development question?
1: Yeah, I think they are. I mean, it's one thing to develop the technology. But again, as, as you say, the spectrum is limited. And th- there's going to have to be sort of adjudication about, you know, what spectrum the military can use versus the commercial uh, sector. The commercial sector wants a lot of spectrum for lots of, of good, you know, sort of economic reasons. And there's going to have to be some sort of regulation. I mean, it's, it's, it's not that different from any other parts of the spectrum where the military needs certain spectrum or emergency responders need parts of, of spectrum. You know, the, the government's going to have to be the one to sort of adjudicate this and decide what it wants to give to the commercial entities versus what it wants to reserve for all sorts of government uses.
0: And as you point out in your um, analysis piece for BGov, Rob, one of the one of the factors here is that a leading provider of the gear for 5G networks right now is Huawei, and it's pretty hard to imagine that the government ban on the acquisition of Huawei equipment is ever going to be lifted, let alone used in DoD in particular. So I wonder if a big part of, of, of this push and this event in particular is to try and spur development of more chipset manufacturers and more more advancements in the domestic 5G industry.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's exactly right. I mean, no, the U.S. government, particularly the military, doesn't want to rely on Huawei, which really is the leading provider right now of, of that technology around the world. Um, you know, Bloomberg just broke a story today about how Vodafone, which is a, in in the U.K., had Huawei technology back in 2011 and 2012, and they found back doors uh, in, into the systems that people could infiltrate, and it was Huawei, uh, Huawei gear. So this is a huge problem, and yeah, DOD doesn't want to have to depend on Huawei, and they don't want the commercial space in the United States using a lot of Huawei, because again, DOD at some point will be using those commercial networks, and it doesn't want uh, you know potential access to anybody through some back door and a piece of Huawei equipment.
0: Like- Last thing, and this is kind of a side issue, but but DoD is soliciting this market research through another transaction agreement, which is, you know, not 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 sort of the buzz that uh, has been around OTAs lately, which is more in the prototype development process. But is it surprising at all that this would be solicited through an OTA, or does that seem uh, seem about right to you?
1: Well, it seems about right to me. You know, the, the, the military really has gotten sort of enamored with these OTAs. They love the flexibility. Industry likes them. They, you can move much faster. And this seems like a perfect area, you know, a cutting edge technology where they want to move fast. And frankly, the military doesn't know exactly what it wants. It doesn't want to take the time to write out a lot of detailed requirements for some sort of contract. It's much more flexible to do it through, through this kind of a thing. So this isn't surprising at all to me.
0: That's Rob Levinson, Senior Defense Analyst at Bloomberg Government. Subscribe to The Federal Drive on Apple Podcasts or Podcast One. Still ahead on Federal News Radio, CIOs can't quite shake the old view about the value they bring to their agency. This is The Federal Drive with Tom Temin on Federal News Radio, part of the Federal News Network. I'm Jared Serbu filling in for Tom. This episode is brought to you by Zelle. Whenever you're sending money through an app or online, it's important to do it safely. Here are a few helpful tips. First.